Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you improve not just your business, but your life. And then today, we're going to be talking about being at peace, finding the calm in the midst of the storm. If you find yourself feeling rattled, shaky, when you know that you're doing all the right things, you're slaying it and your business, you're being productive, or maybe your personal life is not as spick and span and orderly as you like, and you know what I'm talking about. If you've got something that needs change within yourself, when you know you're doing everything right, I've got some really powerful tips to help you. All right, we're going to dive into being in peace within yourself. And This is going to change how you view everything. And you're only going to get these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Don't worry. I got my shots. I'm clean. (laughs) Be sure to hit that subscribe, follow button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it a lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, I've got three big favors to ask you. First and foremost, if you've been enjoying this podcast, share this podcast with someone else. Don't let it be a secret between just the two of us. I know we've got a great love affair, but let's spread the love, okay? Wink, wink. All right. Also, be sure to write me a review wherever you are listening. I've got a huge audience on Apple podcast. So I'd love to see some of you guys give me some shout outs. Let me know what you're loving about it. That way I can give you more of it. Duh. (laughs) And also if you're interested in learning more about my story, learning about me, I'm a life coach for entrepreneurs specializing in trauma and addictions. If you're interested in learning like how, like why would I even do that? All that stuff about like working with me, joining my free weekly mailing list wink wink and all that good stuff check it out at info.deniseglee.com slash connect where you can get in contact with me or if you just want to send me a voicemail message check out anchor.fm slash deniseglee be sure to include your first name your hometown and let me know whether or not i have permission to air your pod your message on my upcoming podcast i want to make sure that i respect your privacy also If you are interested in learning more about this topic, being in peace, calm, immense of the storm, check out Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I do a deep dive and talk about the, the psyche and feminine and masculine energy and learning to have self-love and just a lot of concepts that go on beyond the scope of this podcast. And, and in addition, you get some bonus days and journaling prompts to help you dive into this concept later. So check out Amazing Attitude. I'm leaving a link in the show notes below for you to access this. So this idea of calm is is crazy because for the longest time, I mean, to be totally honest with you, I did not even understand what the idea of calm was. I was the epitome of conquering, competing, and controlling others. I was going to be the master and commander of my world. Thank you very much. And, you know, the other day I was reading through my devotional and I saw this quote and it just really popped out. It was, and this is what it said. It says, the first part of surrendering to God 
is to always drive people to make decisions of their own will. And even if you don't believe in God, replace it with higher power, the universe, or whatever, the concept still remains the same. And if there's anything that I, I had to be honest with you, it like struggled the most was this idea that I couldn't control everybody. You know, as a kid, they called me Miss D. And this was not a phrase of endearment. I wanted to have my situation done my way, my style, all the way. And as I reflect on my personal and professional achievements and or failures, to be honest with you, this mindset of trying to control people and outcomes only brought me chaos and confusion. I attracted people who wanted to be my doormat or worse shit, I met people who were more aggressive than me and both scenarios totally sucked. Imagine oh, finding people who seduce you to believe that they are incapable and you're constantly caretaking or their flip side where they're making you feel as if you need to literally lick their boots in order to feel worthy in this space. I mean, it's between being between a rock and a hard place. And on top of all of that poopy storm, <laughs> I suffered with anxiety, insomnia, and I had a serious addiction to sugar. Oh my goodness. For me, one or <coughs> two plus wines a day, glasses of wines a day was the only thing that got me comfortable enough to fall asleep. And evolving from this mindset of, I got to control things to eh, let them choose what they want to do has immensely reduced my stress, eliminated drama, and to be at peace and at ease with myself. And are there times where I want to say, hey, stop? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But the majority of the time, I just smile and let things evolve as they need to be. And I've got a plan and strategy of controlling me, and I want to share that strategy for you so that you can be able to be at peace, be at calm, no matter if your car breaks down or your kids are acting funky or you're not getting the clients that you want or you're not getting the revenue that you want despite the fact that you've raised your prices, whatever is going on in your life, being calm, being at ease, being at peace is going to be the ticket for serenity. And your life may not be as exciting as it once was when you're trying to compete, conquer, control, dominate, subjugate people to do your will or on the flip side, trying to over-accommodate and please everyone. But I'm telling you, you're going to far enjoy this strategy. I'm going to have a series of ideas that I want to share with you. So please grab a pen and paper to make sure that you're jotting these notes down to help you bring that newfound serenity where you're allowing people to be themselves as you let the scenes unfold as they need to be. And understanding that not everyone in your life is meant to be in your life forever. There are seasons where people come and go. And that's part of acceptance. And so what I want to share with you is six things that are really going to impact you. And again, Amazing Attitude will go into more depth, but these are some six things that I want to really instill that I wish I learned Many, many years later, I mean earlier rather, would have saved me some grief and some pain. All right. The first thing that I want to share with you is let go and let God. Now, replace God with higher power, the universe, nature, zebras, whatever your 
you ever you want to replace it with doesn't really matter. But this idea of surrender is going to be game changing for you. As I mentioned in the beginning of our time with one another, I was called Miss D. I was called Miss D for a reason. Like when I think about even my last job, I I had a choice between choosing between two different branches where I used to work in the government. And I chose the job that was most exciting where I can control people and I control different places. I can be seen as important and special. And even though I was warned, I was warned by even my then colleague, then at the end supervisor of that, this was not a healthy place to be. But I wanted to control things and I wanted to feel on top of things. And if I really... If I could have hit the rewind button, I would have chosen the less stressful, low, more low-key environment because it helped me to understand that I needed to be at peace with myself in order for real growth and development to occur. Oftentimes, we, we, we want to try to look externally to avoid the inner turmoil within ourselves, so we overwork, overcommit. And when we let go and we say, hey, you know what, instead of trying to be perfect and be strong... I'm going just to let go of things and see how things will evolve on its own pace. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to strive for excellence. That doesn't mean that I'm going to not try to improve things along the way. It means that I'm going to do the best job that I can given the the tools, the resources, my energy level at that time. And maybe my energy level was so low, I need to recharge. But either way, I'm going to let God take care of things. I'm going to let God be my pilot. I'm not going to try to co-pilot the situation at all. I'm going to be in the cabin, all right, sipping my apple juice and eating my peanuts while God has control of the steering wheel of my life. Once I let my will go over to something bigger and beyond even my comprehension, that will allow peace to enter in my life. And I hope peace will enter in your life as well, okay? Now, the second thing I want to tell you is to understand that life was designed to teach you, not punish you. You know, I think about, and I've mentioned this in other earlier podcast episodes, that I always felt as if there was a knife in my back. Someone was always trying to get me. Things weren't always working out the way, and I had to compete, and I had to sort my authority, and I had to lash out. And I was very sensitive to anyone that would criticize me or hint anything that I was less than perfect and fabulous. And the reality was I was so thin-skinned and so insecure, I could not even handle anybody saying anything negative about me. So imagine me now, (laughs) many years later, telling you about all the insecurities that I have faced over the years because I wasn't willing to be teachable. I wasn't willing to admit that there was areas where I was immature. I wasn't able to listen to people who had wise counsel and were further along in something that I wanted to achieve because I couldn't handle the idea that I was less than perfect. And this idea of perfectionism is actually a curse because basically it says I can't handle reality or things that are divergent to how I want. So therefore, I'm going to keep myself trapped and limited. And so this idea of understanding life was designed to teach you is meaning teaching you that what you believe to be true can evolve. What you believe as facts about yourself and your possibilities may evolve. And letting that process of teaching is not meant to 
make you feel as if you are scum on the earth, that you're unworthy. I mean, all of us make mistakes. That's part of learning. And it's what you do with your lessons determine your outlook and your outcome of life. And for too many of us, we just think, ugh, things have messed up. Therefore, I need to just bury myself into a hole and just go through the routines and do nothing because the pain of looking at myself is too much. And I'm saying, no, let this be a form of light that you can shine on other people. I mean, I'm doing this podcast because I really, truly wish I heard this 20 years ago would have been a total game changer of my life. But you know what? Whatever. I can, if I can be able to help someone given the lessons that I've learned and realizing that it's not punishment, but it's education into becoming the best version of me, and hopefully you are becoming the best version of you, then you can be at ease and peace, even if things aren't working the way that you want it. Or perhaps you are believing that people need to be doing things differently. Let them be who they are. And understanding that even your frustration, consternation, irritation is also teaching you to develop a higher emotional intelligence. Okay. Now, number three is I want you to understand to engage with your feelings, not with people things or activities. And this is so especially true for those of us who live in the Western world, where we're only as good as our follower account, our bank account number, or how many people come visit us during special events of our lives, birthdays, holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever. And that's not true. You're not as good as what society tells you, what your friends, and I know that we're animals, we're social creatures, and we thrive on community and connections and things to do. But unfortunately, so many people have gone into depression, anxiety, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, borderline personality disorder, all this other stuff. I am a, I specialize in addictions and trauma. And so I go into much more depth and in one-on-one coaching about how this impacts this idea of people pleasing and perfectionism and trying to be preoccupied with trying to keep up with the Joneses impacts you on a psychological level. But what I'm trying to say right now to you is that this idea of I've got to hurry up, be perfect, be strong, try harder, right? Please others is a, is a, is a formula for disaster. It doesn't allow us to allow ourselves to be really fully understanding of our emotions. For example, Let's say that you've got a big project coming up for your business and you really want to meet this particular deadline and so much so that you're willing to sacrifice sleep, food, free time in order for you to meet this deadline. Well, your body is screaming out for you in the small ways in terms of the fatigue and then the big ways, burnout at the end, all because you're making a a, trying to meet a deadline that could be negotiated, could be pushed out, could be further clarified. Or if, let's even be even more simple or like you didn't even have to accept the ch- project. I've met with so many clients over the years that have taken on low pain, low satisfaction work all in the name of saying I got a paycheck or I am able to prove my worth. For what? And that most likely we're trying to prove worth the people that have so many insecurities or they're passive aggressive, narcissistic or whatever. So in the end, you're getting that attaboy, which will 
probably never happen the way that you wanted to because people who are self-obsessed attract self-obsessed people who never acknowledge or appreciate what they do, leading to feelings of dissatisfaction and self-loathing and self-contempt. So that's no way of living. So I want you to be really tuned and focused on how am I feeling? Am I feeling satisfied? Do I need to take a break? Do I need a rest? How do I feel about what I'm doing? Is this going to be leading me up to a larger goal? If not, why am I really doing this? I was talking with a client the other day and she was telling me that the reason why she was trying to keep on this particular client was like, well, they were bi- they were with me in the beginning of my business and they had confidence in me and they're not, they're, they're still not paying low. And I'm afraid of lift, raising their rates because I'm afraid of losing that because I, I want to show that I'm loyal. But look, how are you helping other people by having low rates when you're feeling your confidence go down the drain and you're feeling stressed because you're trying to make ends meet? That's not helping anyone. That's darn sure not helping yourself. So be in tune with your feelings. Your feelings are telling you, giving you signs about what needs to shift within yourself and your business and other areas of your life, okay? Now, the next thing that I want to talk with you about is do not confuse intimacy for intensity, connection with compulsion, or interdependence with enmeshment. There's like, there's a lot packed into what I just said. Don't. And so I want to talk about each component. For a lot of us, when we are in the midst of transition, buying a house, getting married, getting divorced, starting a business, expanding our business, whatever we're trying to do, there's a lot of intensity that's going on when you're talking with people, sending emails back and forth, having multiple Zoom calls or multiple meetings or whatever. And it feels as if you are forming a, you're feeling intimacy because of the the intensity and the frequency, but that's not intimacy. Intimacy is being able to express your feelings, your wants, your not wants without fear. And communicating a lot is not the same thing. And so I don't want you to confuse that, that intensity for intimacy. If you want to be intimate with people, that involves vulnerability. That means not putting up huge walls and, and, making an emotional shield when you're not clear about something. And instead of saying, look, I'm not not clear about something or I'm afraid, saying, no, no, it's okay, I'm going to press through. That's intensity and I, I don't want that for you. And then I don't want you to confuse connection with compulsion. Oftentimes when we have have a lot of things going on. We want to compulsively do things. We want to go above and beyond to show that we have worth, that we have value, we're important, we're important, we're not replaceable. But that creates a compulsion that leads into addictions and that leads us getting desensitized to our bodies and our soul and our minds communicating with us that something needs to be changing. Oftentimes when I when I hear clients tell me, gosh, I've been having a lot of headaches, I ask them, are they feeling disconnected from themselves? Aside, obviously, from the weather and, you know, other biological issues, but most likely it's your body's way of desperately putting out an SOS message that something needs to go, something needs to shift and change, okay? And lastly, I don't want you to have, I want you to have understanding that enmeshment is not the same as interdependence, okay? Now, let me break down what I'm talking about when I say enmeshment. 
You know, enmeshment is a classic uh, problem for codependence. Codependence meaning where you don't know where you end emotionally when the other person begins. You feel like you're fused as one person where if someone's feeling upset, you've got to feel upset. When another person's feeling sad, you got to feel sad. You have to literally own their feelings. And that is not healthy. I want you to be able to be a thermometer, not a thermostat. Okay. When I, let me explain what I'm talking about. For a lot of us, we have lived thermometer existence, meaning that we literally read back the temperature other people are, are experiencing. If they're feeling sad, we feel sad. If they're feeling angry, we feel angry. They're feeling insecure, we match their insecurity with the insecurity, on and on and on. But a thermometer has their own regulation. It just says, hey, I'm going to have the temperature set to 80 degrees. I don't care what you're doing. I'm 80 degrees. If you want to be 70 and cool, that's awesome. If you want to be 100, that's not happening because my temperature is 70, 80 or whatever your comfort level is. So I want to ask you, in order to be interdependent, you have to be a whole unique person. An amazing attitude dives into about how you can be able to understand your feelings and regulate yourself, self-regulate, and not being at the, at the mercy of the whims of other people. That's no way to live. That's not healthy, Okay. As in your midst of this transition period, as you're in the storm, all right, or haven't quite arrived where you want to, I want you to be able to regulate yourself aside from other people. And while you're doing that, I also want you to look for signs for improvement and opportunities. I joined some time ago a, a group, an online group. And I remember when I was having some private chats with one particular lady, she referred me to a resource that absolutely changed my life, changed the way I do business. And I remember in the beginning when this person was touting this resource, I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. I, I, I have a good feeling about who I am and how I do business, okay? But then when I finally said, eh, let me go ahead and check this, this, this resource out, blew my mind, changed completely the way I coach, completely the way I interact with my husband, everything shifted. And it was because I, I found signs for imp- improvement and growth and opportunities. And I believe right now there are resources right in front of you that's screaming that it's going to be a total game changer for your life. I think Amazing Attitude's one of them. But take that risk. And I know for some of us, I'm like, no, 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 no. I like the way I do things. I don't want to change things. I've got a good routine going on. But the reality is we can always grow. We can always shift. We can always try to do something different, more, better, okay? Give yourself that opportunity to see bigger potentials that you have around you. And the last thing I want to share with you is salad. It's my abbreviation for stop or start acting like a dude. And let me explain what I'm talking about. For oftentimes, for a lot of us who want to compete, conquer, control, or be so passive and so inactive, nothing ever happens. It's time for us to either put on our big girl panties or for guys to put on their big boy boxers or brief or whatever and realize the power that's within us. For me as a woman, 
one of the things that I want to do in order to be more feminine, more ladylike, is I want to stop acting like a dude. That means I don't want to compete, conquer, and control. I want to be a passive and patient, vulnerable woman. That means I'm accepting life as it is. That means I am being very clear about my feelings, and my emotions, so that I can be able to enforce and protect my own emotional boundaries so I can feel safe and secure. For, for a lot of guys, you need men get what they want when they know what they want and they have the guts to get it. Meaning they are acting like a dude. Start acting like a dude. Meaning that you are going to compete, conquer, and control. That means that you are going to stop with the excuses and the pity party. And you're going to go get it. For a lot of women, we have been bought the bill of goods from the feminist movement, for better or for worse, that we have to more or less have fake balls and parade around town as if we got it all together. We don't need any help when the fact of the matter is, while we have a very strong soul, all right, the animus, all right, for there's never going to be a stronger man inside as a woman. We have the ability to rate, have carry babies. We have the ability to go through heartache and disappointment and soldier on and have strong resilience. But if we have this idea where we have to be strong all the time, it literally destroys the fragileness of our body. And so being a passive and patient vulnerable woman allows us to preserve our health, preserve our emotional well-being. A guy inside has a very gentle and very caring soul, the anima. And that, while he has a hard exterior, he gets sensitive if someone is disrespectful or not being able to recognize his ability to think and make decisions. That if he's not empowered to do that because he was raised by an over-domineering mother, right, or not allowed to assert his masculinity, he inadvertently destroys his life by becoming passive-aggressive or not following through on his commitments or not having the power to make changes in his life. I met too many men who have lived uninspiring life because all they wanted to do was being cuddled and nurtured for, right? That's not healthy. Being an over-domineering woman or extremely passive man is not helpful if you want to live a luxurious bountiful life. And so I know it may sound paradoxical, but it's because of how we are wired and built biologically. If you're interested in learning about the anima, animas, which I'm Carl Young, I also talk a little bit more about how to use that energy for your for your own greater good and amazing attitude. But what I'm trying to say here is that I want you to either recognize if you need to dial up the masculinity or dial it down depending on your gender. Or if you are a woman and you want to be more masculine, understand that you're going to need a lot of rest. You're going to need a lot of breaks and you need to be able to understand that this may cause some health problems. I've met too many ladies over the years that have suffered from asthma, fibromyalgia, anxiety, gosh, cancer, so many different issues because they were expending their energy emotionally where they weren't designed for it. So I just want to just put that full disclaimer on that. So let's kind of recap everything that we talked about because I know that whew, I talked a lot in, in our time frame. And again, if you're interested in learning more about this, these issues in depth, amazing attitudes, the best resource for you. So the first thing I want to share with you is to let go and let God. We don't have to take care of everything. Sometimes we just need to let things unravel, unfold as it need to be. 
Number two is I want you to understand that life was designed to teach you, not punish you. Do not be ashamed, intimidated, irritated, dismayed that you may not have everything right. We're all on a path to learning and growth and healing and development. Number three is I want you to engage with your feelings, not with people, things, and activities. I know we live in a society. I know we're social animals. And I says we got to hurry up, do different things, be perfect, act strong, and all that. But that's a formula for disaster. We have to be able to recognize when it's time to rest, time to take a break, time to recharge, when to delegate, know when to make some shifts and pivots. Number four is I don't want you to confuse intimacy for intensity, connection with compulsion, and understand that enmeshment is not cannot lead to interdependence, meaning that you have to be able to understand that you have the people need to be who they are, you need to be who you are, and understanding that trying to be all things to all people is a formula for disaster. Okay. Number five, I want you to look for signs for improvement in opportunities. There's signs all around your life right now, if you were to be honest with you, where things were going to help you up level, not just your mindset and your money, but how you deal with people, how you deal with different situations that seem really hard. There's probably an easier, softer, gentle way. Look for it and take that opportunity. Okay. And lastly is salad. Start or stop, depending on who you are, acting like a dude. I mentioned as a woman, I don't want to compete, conquer, and control. It led to so many different health problems. And I know that trying to white knuckle and, and battle my way through certain things can actually lead me to sickness. And for a lot of guys, the reverse is, is too. It can lead you to sickness if you are not being able to have the courage, the strength, and the fortitude to actually weather through your own difficulties and fight for what you want and not leading to everyone else to solve your problems. And this is not easy subject, so that's why I have amazing attitude to help you as a resource. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there anything that I said that was really impactful to you? I really want to hear from you. Make sure that you connect with me, anchor.fm.denisegeely, to leave me a voicemail message, write a review, let me know what you've really enjoyed from this podcast, or just contact me directly, info.denisegeely.com slash connect. I'd love to hear from you. And if this was a really impactful conversation that we have with one another please share this podcast with someone else that way they can also be blessed well that is it be sure to connect with me if that's what drives your heart check out amazing attitude and with that take care and be awesome